You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. GHD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. We're live, local, and ready to get things rolling this morning. We're also simulcasting on Facebook at Tide 109, the Martin Houston uh, live page, Martin Houston personal page, Alabama One Tradition, as well as on Facebook, I mean on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and Twitter at Martin Houston 35. All of those are options for you to tune into the program. And don't forget, if you want to take us with you wherever you go, you can also include us on, uh, listen to us on that Tide 109 app. Listen to this great station all day long. And if you have to be stuck at your desk, go ahead and log in to uh, Tide109.com. Great. Uh, audio there and hey then if you're looking for some reading pleasures check out top 109 uh and our page with the great articles listed there remember that this is the day that the lord has made so let's rejoice and be glad in it take some time today to notice someone love someone serve someone be the difference you want to see in the world today uh really not anything happening in the sports world so we'll try to make it through suffer through this no news uh, Thursday, just kidding. Lots of things happening in the sports world, and we'll be bringing that to you uh, here in uh, just a moment. want to invite you to get in on the conversation at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama yeah. One Hotline, uh, 205-342-9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. Uh, let's bring in X's and O's Sports. Xavier Houston, how you doing, sir? Good morning. Good morning. I am doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. We're going to have Joe, uh, our brand manager and producer, Joe Gaither, joining us this morning. We've got a lot of conversation to get to. Uh, we're going to hold the juicy stuff for just a moment um, before um, we get in- into the juicy stuff with Coach Nick Saban 
the GOAT going after people by name. Uh, last week, he kind of talked in code. Uh, was this a follow-up to his parody conversation? And, and uh, Nick Saban, um, I asked yesterday as we were going off the air, was that a shot across the bow from Nick Saban going, okay, guys, now, uh, now if this is the way we want to go. Uh, you know, we, we kind of tried to play in the same ballpark in the same field. Uh, there's been parity, but if if this is what y'all want to do, I'm warning you up front. So is that what Nick Saban was doing? Maybe just maybe with the comments from yesterday. Um, but also um, when you look at it from the standpoint of other news stories, a couple other stories I want to get your thoughts on. Uh, with Nate Oates, and I'll get you guys' thoughts on that. But I have a personal story, and uh, Joe, I will thank you guys for covering this. Uh, the former Northridge star, uh, uh, Lydia Paulette, uh, competing uh, for the U.S. team, USA uh, D2 volleyball team. Uh, Joe, you know how uh, when I ran for mayor, they tried to say I really wasn't involved with the community was one of the things I wasn't involved in politics. Yeah, right. Right. I was I've, I've been coaching kids since uh, for 30, 20 something years. I won't say 30, but 20 something years all the way from uh, the time Xavier was like six, five or six. And he's 35, five. Five, 25 years. So uh, but guess who who was Lydia Paulette's first sports coach? Yours truly. She played basketball for me <laughs> at, uh, at uh, Upward Basketball. Uh, she was taller than all of the kids then, but she was extremely shy and, and, and wouldn't, wouldn't really get at it. And, man, I had to, had to work with her. And, Come on, you can do it. You can do it. And, and, and so to watch, uh, to think about that, those moments when – when she did even, I think she may have been on, on the court because of mom and dad more so than her. Uh, and now to see her representing uh, the USA uh, on a volleyball on the volleyball team, um, you know, it, I always tell people my goal, Joe, when I'm coaching little kids uh, in, in sports, is never. I mean, if we win championships, great. And I know everybody says the fun is in the winning, and that's true. And I want to win, but my number one goal is they learn the sport, and they they um, and they may not love the sport, but it won't be because of what I did. But most importantly, that they learn the sport and they have fun, so that if they're not developed at that age, that that they can grow into the sport and they have a solid foundation. So that, that's pretty, pretty neat, neat, uh, um, thing for me to, to see, you know, that, uh, I look back and think about that's kind of crazy when I see what she's become versus where she, where she started, started well, from. Martin, can we give you a little credit here? She's, she's taken herself all the way, you know, to be, got herself a college scholarship, but not, but not only that, her hard work has got her touring all kinds of these cool spots in Brazil. I've never been down to Brazil, but I would love to see that Christ the Redeemer statue. And she's going to get to do that thanks to her, uh, hard work. And, and it starts yeah. with one Martin Houston. So a big, big yeah. uh, claps to you for that. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I, I I sent her mom a message telling her this morning I was going to give her a shout out and um and, and I'm going to make sure that she knows to go to go to our page and watch that. Another quick quick not quick story, but another story. Uh, Nate Oates. Hey guys, what do you think about uh another big transfer uh for Nate Oates, six five shooting guard, grad transfer. Um, what Nate Oates getting in in this young man? Um. I, I'll be honest. I don't know much about him, um, but okay. but but the fact that Nate Oates is able to get another guy to come in and be a part of the process, and yeah, from what I've seen, he, he's a defensive guy, and that's one of the things Nate Oates really loves in players. So I think it's a big get. He, um, I didn't know if you're gonna say anything or not, Joe. But he, hey, not only he's a big, he may be a defensive guy, but he chunks up almost eight threes a game. X, so <laughs> so he's, oh, wow. he's a shooter, six five, um, uh, and he's a grad transfer. He averages average, uh, twelve, a little over twelve points a game, uh, over forty one from the field, and nearly forty percent uh, from uh, three. Where Alabama, of course, fell off um, to the thing. What what impresses me the most about him is what did Nate Oates do last week when it came to transfers? He called him out, right? He said, yeah. "I'm not." Kind of think about Saban saying, "Hey, I'm not going to bring anyone to Alabama that doesn't that's not better than who I already have." Well, Nate Oates said the opposite. Nate Oates said, "I'm looking for guys who who I'm not guaranteeing that they're going to be." the guy who starts. I'm looking for guys who are good enough and have enough confidence in themselves to come in and compete for playing time. I heard the guys on the zone say, you know, most grad transfers think that they should just come in and play. They don't want to compete. And right after Nate Oates makes that statement, he gets this guy. So to me, that says a lot, um, you know, um, about – you know this young man, and 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 maybe what what he he he's made of. Um, so uh, you know, Nato's getting uh, Dominic Welch, um, Saint Bonaventure transfer. Uh, like I said, averaging twelve and a half, six five, uh, two oh five. Uh, pretty good size guard, uh, and so we'll we'll see what he does. And he has that experience. So um, and he has one year to get it done. So I know he's going to come in hungry and ready to get things rolling. All right, guys. Well, we, we got to get Nick Saban. Um, mm, we're going to do just word association. Nick Saban. <laughs> I'm going to just throw it out there. I'll let you take it, X. Nick Saban. <laughs> uh, ruthless. <laughs> uh, man, that was that was – that 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 was that was something, you know. Nick Saban doesn't hold back much, and he doesn't pull any punches. But I don't think I've ever seen him, and uh, that that was rare form. That was rare form last night. Yeah. So uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're 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 gonna go ahead and get the break. Come back on the other side. I have some audio, Coach Nick Saban. Calling out now. Now, yesterday I asked the question: Did he shoot a shot across the bow with the uh, with the parody comment? There's no question. Shots were fired yesterday. Nick Saban aiming at college football 
and calling out three programs for sure, specific, and by name. If you hadn't heard it or heard about it, stay tuned for the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9, and we're going to tell you uh, more about it on the other side. You listen to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Stay tuned for more conversation right here on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Everything pretty quiet around town as we start our Thursday morning. Of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, just give me a call. 205-886-8886. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on any used car at Towns and Nissan. See dealer for details. I'm Captain Ray. You're invited to join Awakening, a community-wide service that happens once a month, the third Thursday of every month, and it is focused on intimate worship and powerful preaching of God's word with no direct church affiliation. If you're searching, seeking, or desiring to know God more, you need to join the awakening. On the third Thursday of the month, awakening, releasing the power within. We're launching on May 19th at 630. I'm Martin Houston. And the team and I look forward to seeing you there. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another sizzling summer-like day today with a good supply of sunshine. Tuscaloosa's high 96. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 71. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 95. Saturday, a chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms with a high at 86. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 72 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17-plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas. They'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. second in recruiting last year, AM was first. AM bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player, all right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. So it's, uh, it's tough, and people blame the NCAA. But in defense of the NCAA, we are where we are right, because of the litigation that the NCAA gets, like the transfer portal. Every time somebody wanted to transfer, they'd apply for a waiver. Right, if you didn't give them, the NCAA didn't give them a waiver so they could be immediately eligible, they filed suit. So the NCAA would back off and give them a waiver. So they just said, we're just going to make a rule where everybody can transfer. That's how that happened. So if the NCAA doesn't get some protection from litigation, whether we got to get an antitrust or whatever it is, from a federal government standpoint, 
this is not going to change because they cannot enforce their rules, just like Nate said. We have a rule right now that says you cannot use name, image, and likeness to entice a player to come to your school. Hell, read about it in the paper. I mean, Jackson State paid a guy a million dollars last year that was a really good Division I player to come to school. It was in the paper, and they bragged about it. Nobody did anything about it. I mean, these guys at Miami that are going to play basketball there for $400,000, it's in the newspaper. The guy tells you how he's doing it. So, um, but the NCAA can't enforce their rules because it's not against the law. And that's an issue. That's a problem. And, and unless we get something that protects them from litigation, I don't know what we're going to do about it. Wow. All right. Uh, Nick Saban sounded off on uh, name, image, and likeness and defending the NCAA and and saying, hey, they, something has to be done. First question, yes or no to both of you, then I'm going to bring you back to the comments. Does this once again say that Nick Saban's week, comment last week was really about trying to set some guidelines around this whole name, image, and likeness and transfer portal. Uh, um, is Was he doing that for his benefit uh, or for the benefit of the rest of college football? Was that a warning shot? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think it is a warning shot because when you look at Nick Saban in history, every time he's done one, he's gone on one of these things, he says it because he feels like whatever he's talking about hurts college football. And then when all these people come out, call him a boomer and, oh, you're afraid you're losing your only advantage, this and that, he goes, all right, you asked for it. And he proceeds to beat them at their own game. Joe? Well, Xavier, I, th- I think that is definitely his history, uh, but I'm going to take the I- – I think it's the other way on this point. I think that uh, Coach Saban is uh, a little bit – I mean, he's silly in this aspect because, you know, yesterday Leon brought up that, you know, everybody can invest on that whatever level that they want to do. Well, that's exactly what NIL is doing. And, and he, so, I mean, it's just up to the universities. I think the, uh, Coach Saban is a little concerned that uh, the Alabama people, the Alabama supporters might be fat and happy with the nine championship games in 15 years and may not be giving at the same rate uh, as as your University of Miami and your A&Ms and this, that, and the other. Uh, I, I just think that Co- Coach Saban uh, might be a little concerned that the, the, the ground under Underneath him, that he's been so solid, uh, might be a little bit shaky going forward. Interesting take, Joe. I agree with you both to both of you to a, to a, a degree. I think it's a warning because I do think Nick Saban really. You, you know, you you heard me say on here like baseball purist. Um, I think Nick Saban really does care about college football, and I, I think he wants the game to. I think he cares about college football as well. Uh, Martin, why don't you reset your computer real quick? We'll get you right back in here. Uh, Xavier, I, I just wonder. I just wonder if you, if uh, I just wonder if he, the name, image, and likeness stuff creates such a uh, creates such an unknown that Coach Saban doesn't quite know how he wants to how he wants to attack uh, how he wants to attack and advance going forward. 
Hey, yeah, guys. Well, and, uh, I, I, there you go. There you go, Zach. Martin. Thank I got you. connected. I got disconnected. Go ahead. Go ahead, Martin. Go ahead. Um, what I, I was saying. I think, I think it, it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you can go. You can go. Go. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think the question is, the thing is, he, how you said he doesn't know how he wants to attack it. I think he wants to try to keep the purity of college football. But, like he said, A&M gave all their guys NIL deals off the jump where he said they, you know, once kids get to Bama, they can earn one. But if he has to go, oh, we have to get you a deal for you to come here, okay, we'll do it. Because at the end of the day, right now, Bama is still the biggest brand in college football. Yeah, you have some of these other schools that might have a little bit more want and need to for the boosters to spend money and things like that. But the biggest and best brand in college football for a decade and a half is Alabama. So I don't think it's that. I think he will play that game if that's how the game uh, needs to be played. Aren't you back with us, brother? I answered Martin's call. Jumbo, let's uh, let's head out to the phone lines while we get Martin back into the program. There you go. Hey, Martin. We're going to bring in a caller if you don't mind, Martin. Uh, Jumbo's Go on right ahead, guys. He's coming right in. Jumbo, good morning. You're on the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports. Xavier Houston. Hey, guys. Good morning to y'all. Good morning. Um. I think we've been talking ever since this thing come out that it was going to ruin college football in, in a two- to three-year period, and I see that happening. But my thing about Coach Saban is, and I don't think anybody can say he's cheated because he didn't cheat at LSU. He hasn't cheated here. He went to the pros, but then he came back to college, and one of the statements he made was he's got a lot to teach kids coming out of high school and you can't teach pro football players anything because all of them think they know everything. So if other teams are going to pay their players for NIL, even before they get into college, um, if coach Saban does it, I'm not going to have an issue with it because everybody else is doing it. But I think he's the type of person where he's going to get the people in without doing that, then have them earn the money off of NIL once they get here. Does that make sense? Hello? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Uh, My my question, uh, Jumbo, to you, and and really kind of going to be my point today, is what's the semantic difference for him saying – uh, A&M bought every player on the roster. Okay, that's one one half. What's the difference between him saying that and then t- earlier in his in this soundbite he says, "Oh, Alabama Alabama players made three million dollars." Uh, so you, 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 the recruit can decide whether they want it right now or whether they want it as soon as they're enrolled. But the difference is they're they're getting it when they enroll. They're getting it w- once they get to school. It's just a semantic difference that Coach Saban is trying to parse between that I don't really know the. There's much difference in that. Well, I, I, Joe, I, I would say this, two, two things. And, and so I would say that there is a difference in the sense of you you giving it to me or uh, like like the, the kid, if the kid from Jackson State was told, hey, I'm going to give you a million dollars, that's totally different than knowing that if I come to Alabama, I'm going to get it. That You see what I'm saying? Like, like, if I don't know for a fact, because if you go to Jackson State, there's no other kid that's going to Jackson State that thinks they're going to get a million dollars. 
not one. But if you come to Alabama, you know you're going to get some name image and likeness. So, so I, I do think, Joe, that there's some advantage there. But if Jumbo is sitting on here and thinking that Alabama – hey, hey, Jumbo, you said Nick Saban's never cheated, right? That, well, it's never – anything's never been brought out and made public. Okay, but, hold on, you know, hold on, hold okay. on. So has right. Jumbo cheated or has Nick Saban said he cheated? Has, well, has, Nick Saban has, said has, he's never bought has, a player. Huh? Coach Saban said that Alabama's never bought a player. Okay, but so did Jimbo. Jimbo's saying we didn't buy any players. Deion Sanders saying we didn't buy a player. You're an Alabama guy and heard your coach say that they bought someone. You, you see what I'm saying? The NCAA has not said that Jimbo cheated, and they have not said that um, – what you call – that um, uh, Deion cheated. You're but taking I don't know if Saban. Saban is saying they're cheating. No, uh, uh, right. I, he, he, that's that's my point. Is just because something hasn't come out, I'm gonna tell you there was a kid here. There's been numerous kids here, Jumbo, that I know there was a bidding war for, and we got some and we lost some. So anybody, you know, I, and I, I'm never gonna call a kid out and all that stuff unless they bring it out. But Jumbo. If you think name, image, and likeness is new to college football, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the guys have been being recruited. And this is what Joe is trying to say. Joe is saying that there has been a, a way that things have been done for a long time. And let me tell you, Nick Saban does it. Nick Saban plays within the, the, the rules uh, or, or right on the edge of them, like all the great coaches have. And all the great coaches will do moving forward. Here's the reality of that, Jumbo, that, that that there are guys who have come to Alabama based on different reasons and different things. Now, with his name, image, and likeness, um, you know, some people say Saban's program, uh, Blanchwell says Saban program sells itself. Nick has no need to cheat. I, I, hey, listen, I'm not saying Nick Saban is cheating or anybody else is cheating. I'm saying they're all doing the same stuff. Uh, there are guys who have gotten promises and gotten stuff that came to the Crimson Tide, that came to the Crimson Tigers, that that went to the Georgia Bulldogs, that that went to the USC. Now it's just out in front, okay, guys. Uh, but at the same time, I do think Nick Saban is both sincere, but also protecting. And in in Jumbo, the NIL. Everybody said NIL is going to ruin college football. So was the transfer portal. So was uh, I, black. I agree player. with that. Hold, hold, hold on, I disagree. So was uh, Jumbo. You know, in the seventies, they said letting black players into college football is going to ruin college football. You know that, right? And it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. And this isn't going to ruin it. it. It may change what you and I grew up on college football, uh, and that's what people need to say. The football we grew up loving, it may change, but the people who grow up on this form of football, they're going to love college football just as much. So, yes, is our game that we love to call college football in 2022 going to change? Absolutely. Is it going to ruin college football? Nah. I don't know if anything going to ruin college football uh, or football in general when it comes to uh, at the highest level. Look at what's happened to the NFL, and NFL is just as popular as it always been. Uh, maybe yeah. not in Alabama, but everywhere else it is. So, <laughs> well, Mark, I mean, just, you that, been on, it, it, 
Mark, you've been on both sides of the fence, so you know more about that than I do as far as the inside. But I do know for a fact that ever since back to the 70s, players were getting money handshakes. I've known about that the whole time. Even had an Auburn player told me, and the guy's name was uh, Johnson. He wore number 44, and I think he came out of Spanish Florida somewhere down there. He said he got them all the time. So I, I know that happens, and, and a lot of people just haven't got caught with their hand in the cookie jar yet, but um, I thoroughly believe that this NIL thing is going to cause it to where, well, he's getting more money than I am and doing this and this, but NIL, from my understanding, was supposed to have uh, started once they get into college and they, they sign that uh, contract. Then that's when they can start drawing NIL. Yeah, and, and that is true, and that's where the that's where Nick Saban's in the violation is, and in that point, he's correct. And I have to go to break after this, but I'm gonna, like I said, I I see both sides. But Joe brings up a good point that no one's talking about. Everywhere else, when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to facilities, when it comes to support by the program, meaning the administration. Joe, who's had the clear advantage in college football? Who gets everything Alabama. he wants? Nick Alabama. Saban, right, Joe? Absolutely. Okay. What Joe is trying to communicate to us is this, and, and we'll come back and get Joe to defend or not defend what I'm saying, saying in a minute. There is a limited number of boosters, okay? And, 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 and Alabama has some unbelievable boosters. But when you start talking about money – when you start talking about money in college programs, in alumni bases in college programs, the 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 the, the USC's of the world are gonna have a lot more access to boosters, celebrityism, and and, and and sponsorship than all of those California teams are. Then you take Good Miami, point. they're gonna have a whole nother set of of celebrityism and access to money and alumni. And and Joe made a good point. When you're desperate, people will throw their money at it, right? But when you won, you know, seven national titles in the – I mean, six national titles in the last whatever number of years, you may not be as eager to get off of that, that, that money as the guy who's trying to get his first one. So just maybe Nick Saban has gotten some responses from boosters – that that say, hey, I ain't gonna pay that money. I'm not. No, no, I'm not coming in on this collective thing. I'm not. And everybody else at the other schools were just throwing it in there. So I think Nick Saban could be looking forward to uh, in a place where he will not have the advantage uh, in terms of nil. I'm not saying that's the case, but that's a possibility. Have to get the break. We got. The, we have to get Hank South on. We already made him a little late, but we'll get him uh, on, and then we'll continue this conversation. Uh, after that. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double 
the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, we're back in with Hank South, 247 Sports, Family Online Recruiting. Hank, thanks for waiting. We had a segment there that kind of uh, went a little long, uh, probably talking about something that's near and dear to your heart. Uh, Nick Saban calling out Texas A&M, saying they bought, not bought some player, bought every player on their in their recruiting class to the number one class, called out Miami and said, Hey, they they're they're in the paper talking about how they're doing. Called out his his uh Aflac commercial buddy Dion Sanders saying it was in the paper they gave him a million dollars and they bragged about it. And 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 I think he's he may have been saying that he was gonna start doing it. He said we can't we were number two, but we can't sustain it. I don't know how long we can sustain it. I guess not buying players. So uh, how's the recruiting world out there, Hank, uh, with, with all of the fun of transfer portals and name, image, and likeness? Yeah, he, he kind of set college football Twitter on fire on a random Wednesday night in May. It was pretty amazing um, hearing him say that. Uh, and I saw uh, Deion Sanders replied to him late at night <laughs> or replied to the situation saying it's a flat-out lie that they played paid Travis Hunter a million dollars and oh man I mean this is going to be the talking point for pretty much probably the entire summer into SEC media days and then obviously <laughs> leading up to Alabama Texas A&M this fall so um yeah you know recruiting it it's been <laughs> relatively slow you know in the month of May there haven't been as many visits um you know kids are kind of gearing up for the month of June with a 
Social visits, you know, we've been kind of just reporting on social visits being set up. There's a ton of them. Um, camp's going to happen. Um, you know, it's going to really ramp up next month. Uh, but this certainly kind of um, this, this certainly kind of gets it going a little bit sooner uh, with, with this quote, seeing all the reactions um, and everything. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Hey, yeah, we, we, we'll get back to that. We, Pat has a question for you. Pat, you're on with uh, Hank South 247 Sports. Good morning, fellas. Hey, with us losing uh, Jordan Addison, I know, and I guess that'll take some heat off of Coach Saban, I guess. But, oh, you said losing I, him. I, 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 losing him. When did we have him? Huh? He was never yeah, coming he, here, man. Hey, Pat. Uh, hey, by, Pat. by losing him. Let, let Pat, me finish. Pat, with, hold on, go ahead. hold on, Pat. Go ahead. You know what? You know what he just did, right? You, 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 back in the day, I can remember somebody had, liked the girl, uh, and the girl didn't like them, so they got a friend to to pretend to like them, and just to get the eye of the other girl. Uh, Jordan Addison <laughs> uh, used Alabama, bro. He would never come here. Yeah, he's going. He's 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 going to Texas with Quinn Evers, and they're going to make a believer out of us in uh, September. Oh, but hey, what I called about though was hey, Nicholas. Uh, I think Nicholas. Uh, uh, well, we just call him Nick or uh, Harbor. That uh, how important with his elite speed is he to the University of Alabama? Say that again. Uh, I said. I said with Nick Harbor, and, and and it's uh, his oh, name Nicholas. Oh, I hear you. Uh, with, with, yeah. with Nick Harbor, with his elite speed, how important is he to this recruiting class? Yeah, I, I think he's a big target. I, I think Bama really wants to get him on campus. I know they were trying to um, in March and April, but obviously he had track in the way, and for good reason. He was out there setting records. Um, with, with his speed, but, you know, obviously a, a big target, a kid that can do a lot of different things that, you know, they can get on the team and, and, uh, and, and figure out where they want to plug him, um, down the line. But, um, I think it's really important. You know, I, I'm, there's never a can't miss guy in my opinion, but, you know, he, he's, he's at the top of a lot of people's lists. And I, I think, you know, Bama really likes him too. And they just got to get him on campus. You know, he's, he's never been to Tuscaloosa. He's been to these other schools. Um, uh, so, you know, they got to get him some FaceTime with him and uh, and see where it goes from there. Gotcha. All right, I appreciate it, man. He just uh, – hey, you can't – hey, you can't coach that kind of speed. I mean, we uh, had a guy, uh, he, you know, just that's, – that's he's elite. Anyway, hey, yep. y'all have a blessed day. We're having to listen. Thank you, now. Thanks, sir. All right, X, your question? Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to go back to this until we finally get one. Um, hey, when, is Eli Holstein slowly becoming Alabama's number one target for a quarterback in this class? Um, you know, I, I think he's already been up there, to be honest. You know, everyone's saying Arch Manning, but, you know, they're, they're both – committable offer guys it's guys that you know they're not they're not waiting for arch manning to make a decision before they tell eli holstein he can commit so um i think you could you know in, in that kind of scenario you could say both guys are, are are the number one targets um so you know i i think eli holstein is um you know ultimately the guy that's going to be in this class um 
you know, uh, when is when is he going to commit? I'm not sure. You know, I know he's coming back on campus in June um, for the weekend. I, I think it's June 10th through 12th he's going to be on campus. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's where it's trending. You know, with Arch Manning, Bama's still in it. You know, he even talked about them last week, you know, being in his uh, in his top three with, with Georgia and Texas. It's just kind of a situation where, you know, he's not going to – maybe not going to make a decision until – until the fall, whereas Eli Holstein, you know, I think he kind of wants to wrap things up before his senior season. So um, I, I think things are definitely more in Bama's favor for Eli Holstein at this point in time. Um, we'll see if that changes, but you know, that's my that's my pick for Bama's quarterback in this class. Yeah, and, it's gonna be my, go, go ahead. Ed. Uh, and, and my follow up to that is this: watching film on both of these guys, is it potential? that Eli Holstein is the better quarterback, Arch Manning just has the name. Yeah, you know, that's been the, uh, the hot debate um, on our message board especially. Um, you know, obviously Eli Holstein has has the better numbers. Uh, he's got the better measurables. You know, uh, Arch Manning I don't think has done much testing. Um, but I, I think with Arch Manning, obviously, you know, you got the bloodlines, you got the pedigree there. Um, and maybe more, I guess, projectability. Um, you know, he, he, he doesn't have those eye popping stats, but he has, he doesn't really do anything wrong either. Um, so, you know, there, there's a lot to like there, but Eli Holstein, you know, you look at him and, you know, he puts it on tape. Um, he, he, he's got that huge frame. He, he's athletic. He can run, uh, he can throw it. Uh, he's won the state title. Um, and then he goes out and, uh, backs it up with all, the camp and, and, and te- the camping and testing and all that. So I, I, I think, you know, Eli Holstein is going to make a strong case to be in that five-star range as well when all is said and done, especially, you know, if he does what he does again as a senior or that he does junior at the high school level, um, he, he's going to have a, a, a good chance. So, you know, you're not going wrong with either guy, um, you know, whichever one you land in the class. Um, and you, know, you can see why Bama likes Eli Holstein so much. Speaking with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Hank, and I, I've told people, they, you don't have to dog one of these guys if you like the other one. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes us Bama folks feel like if we land on one of our guys, the other guy has to be bad, sort of like what we had back in the Tua Jalen era where people wanted Tua to be the starter. Uh, so they couldn't just say Tua is better than Jalen. They would have to start off every conversation with something negative <laughs> about Jalen and then say to both of these guys, I think are are great quarterbacks uh, in their own right. If you're looking for pure talent, uh, measurables and all of that, um, um, and and, and like a game changer athlete, I think Eli Hosting is is, is your guy. But if you're looking for a guy that has all the tools uh, as well and, 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 and may may step on campus even more prepared, because I'm willing to bet that that what's the name has probably gotten more of the this is how you read the field. This is how you adjust. This, he's ready to make audibles. Yeah, I mean, he probably has more coaching than any right. kid ever coming out of high school at that position. I mean, think about that family lineage. Right. He has three former quarterbacks. So either one of these guys, I think, is going to gonna gonna be be OK. But if I was looking at it based on what I've seen, I would say hosting would be my guy. Um um, because I'm going to take the name off the back of the jersey and just watch what they do, but you can't ignore the name on the back of the jersey. Uh, and so I think you want yeah. those guys to be great. Uh, what 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 is what is Alabama doing within the state of Alabama 
right now. Um, I know last year was a crazy good class for the state of Alabama. What's this class looking like? Yeah, you know, it's the, you know, this 2023 class is probably the strongest, you know, I've ever seen covering Alabama recruiting um, in terms of just top to bottom talent. Um, yeah, several five stars, a lot of strength at the defensive line, um, linebacker position. You, know, you got James Smith, um, the cornerback position with AJ Harris and Tony Mitchell, obviously Jaleel Hurley, the Alabama commitment can't uh, forget to mention Peter Woods or, or Quay Russo. So, you know, you could, you could go down the list. There's, a ton, a ton of guys, um, and, and a lot of them are, are, are big time Alabama targets. You know, um, you know, you, you go beyond the number eight player in the state, Kelby Collins. Number is the number sixty nine player in the country, so he, he's a major Alabama target. Um, you know, Hunter Osborne, the four star defensive lineman, he's the number twelve player in the state, and he's the number one twenty seven player in, uh, in in the country. So it just kind of shows how how deep it goes, um, the top-tier talent that's within the state. Um, so, you know, I think Bama's going to end up having a really strong strong class from, from home. You know, James Smith and Quay Rousseau, the two Montgomery guys, I think those guys are going to take their recruitments the distance. Uh, I don't think they're going to make decisions anytime soon, but I think Bama has a good shot for both of them. Tony Mitchell, everyone's, you know, he, he has a new leader, new top group every three days, um, and everyone gets worked up about it <laughs> because sometimes Bama's not in it. Uh, but then Bama's in it the next week. So I think people should need to sit back and, and let Tony Mitchell's recruitment play out. I, I think Bama has a good shot for him as well. Uh, Peter Woods, uh, you know, I think out of all the guys in the state, I, th- I think Peter Woods is one of the most likely to end up in the class. Uh, I'd probably say the same thing about Kelby Collins. So it's going to be a strong class, you know, once, once things get rolling, um, you know, for, for for this in-state group. Uh, then. Can I ask you a question? What what what's happening in the state where these guys are, you know, we're, we're beginning to see like Alabama. It seems like over over the last three four years, every year the classes are getting better and better. What's changed so much in the state of Alabama? Is it the the coaching that these guys are getting? Uh, I mean, have have you seen what's making that difference? Yeah, you know, I I think the exposure and just kids kids getting noticed more i, I think the talent's okay. always been great i think you know with, with the emergence of obviously huddle and and twitter and kids being able to kind of promote themselves um easier I, I think that certainly has kind of opened open doors for a lot of guys and, and and got them on the radar a little bit more but um you know I, I just think you know camps coaching everything has just gotten better in the last you know even last five years with, with okay. uh with kids and the availability to get to these things, whether it be, you know, these opening regionals, um, seven on seven camps, all sorts of stuff, you know, personal trainers. It just seems like it's kind of all kind of, um, gone to the next level. So, um, I think that's certainly helped and, you know, um, yeah, uh, that's kind of my evaluation of it. All right. Well, tell us about, uh, uh, switching sports basketball, Alabama picks up another grad transfer, uh, from uh, St. Bonaventure, um, Dominique Wheat. Yeah, it kind of happened uh, happened quick. Um, you know, we reported on uh, Tuesday that he was on an official visit to uh, to Tuscaloosa, and you know, it looks like Bimbo was in good shape. I know he had just visited Texas Tech as well, um, but um, he took his visit to Alabama and and sealed the deal yesterday evening. Uh, committed on, on on Twitter, and you know, just you know, a Buffalo native, so NATO. Brian Hodgson uh, went back um, to, to their original school and, and were able to – he's from St. Bonaventure University, but um, is from Buffalo, originally out of high school. Um, okay. But a kid that's 
he started 105 games at St. Bonaventure, helped oh. them win the Atlantic 10 Conference Championship last, not this not last season, but the season before, and uh, they made it to the NCAA tournament. He's a kid that averaged 12, 12.6 rebounds um, a game last season and shot almost 40% from three. Um, and he's helped them win some big games. St. Bonaventure went to um, went to the NIT tournament this this past season, and, and they've knocked off Colorado, Oklahoma, and Virginia all on the road. Um, so you know they're they're well, Nate Oates mentioned last week. You know they're, they're trying to add guys that aren't scared to compete with the current roster, and you know you kind of like you, you got to like kids after he says that 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 come in and um, you know that that they're willing to to put in the work and. Uh, and, and you know, really add quality depth um, to the to this roster um, ahead of next season. He's six five, two oh five. Um, like I said, has all that experience under his belt. Um, so I, I think you know he, he he's a big time get um, trying to fill out these last two spots. You said exactly what I said. Have to love the fact that right after the coach said we want guys who will come in and compete for a roster spot and for playing time, this guy commits. You got the like. That that DNA that that he's bringing. Uh, tell our listeners where they can find you, Hank, and what you got going on. Yeah, BamaOnline.com. Um, you know, we're still gearing up for for next month with um, with official visit season. There's a lot of you know, running visitors list, and it, it's growing by the day. So we're certainly tracking that. And uh, obviously, you know, we still <laughs> there's gonna be plenty of follow up coverage from um, from uh, last night <laughs> going going on. I'm sure so. Good time to join Dollar for your first month. And my Twitter handle is at HankSouth247. All right, that's HankSouth247. Sports at HankSouth247. Best follow in recruiting right there. Thanks, Hank. All right, X, tell them what you got going on. Give you closing thoughts, man. Take about 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, uh, big things coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, for myself and for you and you and the show uh, might keep it a little secret for a little bit longer but I'm excited about it but you can find me at XNO Sports on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube and across all uh, social media platforms alright that's awesome uh, well hey listen uh, the Martin Houston show we didn't get to get it to all of this uh, we, we'll pick Joe and I'll pick back up uh, this whole Nick Saban conversation, because uh, unlike most people, Joe, I think you and I will kind of um, be a little harder on Nick Saban than most people. But, um, you know, every once in a while, I'll take off those the crimson colored glasses. But anyway, we're going to talk about was Nick Saban uh, right, even though it could be from a place of concern. Uh, was he right in what he said? We'll finish that conversation. Uh, we hadn't talked about the Jai Hall thing. I want to get back on that conversation with you guys as well. And we'll have that conversation and all. We'll probably have another Fire Sale Friday. Uh, Fire Sale Friday coming up on tomorrow. I'm Martin Houston. Remember this. You can trust in the Lord always. Lean not. You don't understand. Always acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. And I want to invite you. It's the night. It's the night of awakening. Join us at the link, 610 Watermelon Road at 630 Awakening, a community-wide praise and worship service with intimate worship and powerful preaching. Come out and be a part. No church affiliation. If you're searching, seeking, or desiring to grow closer in God, that's where you need to be tonight at 630 at the awakening at the link in Northport, right next door to the church at Tuscaloosa. 
Roll Tide, everybody.